I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. to another edition of All Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. That's right, folks. We are back. Good to be back. We got a lot to get into. Uh, before we do, I'll let you know what's going on on the show. We got NBA playoff review. We'll talk about LeBron and the Lakers now up 3-1 on the Warriors. We'll preview the games coming up tonight. Texas baseball with a win last night. We'll review and preview uh, that matchup as well. We'll also talk about the way too early preseason polls that seem to really like this Longhorn team. DraftKings has their uh, over-under win total for the Longhorns. That's out. We'll get out and discuss that as well and talk about the on three offensive line rankings, which also have the Longhorns as a top five offensive line unit in the country. We'll get into that and more. Before we do, let's introduce you to the rest of the crew. He was a second-round pick for the Montreal Expos, but a first-round pick for the Austin Radio Network. He originally committed to the University of Texas, but decided to forego the 40 acres and chase his dream in the cheese. Pippin' ain't easy, but for this man, it's a breeze. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike hardball Hearts. What's going on, brother? What a do, what a do. Uh, top of the Charts Tuesday, and we're always hey. happy to have a Top of the Charts Tuesday. We're glad to be able to talk about a Top of the Charts Tuesday, Speak but let me talk about my man that sits across from me every single day. He hails from H-Town with the get down. He's a lifetime Longhorn and a proud card carrying member of DBU. Legendary lifetime and now college football 
Hall of Fame Longhorn Derek Johnson said he was the best cover corner he had ever seen. He's a former NFL DB that still has that passion for film study, but he's not a fan of white condiments. But of course, he is a fan of you, the listeners. He is my man and yours, Rod Babers. I appreciate the intro as always. Let's not waste any time introducing the real MVP, one of the hardest working members of the ARN family. He's got a hustler spirit, period. We don't know what he's paid. We do know he's underpaid. It's Patrick Davis. What's going on, brother? Doing good, doing good. All right, good to be back. Uh, all right, so for those who want to know the details from us, essentially by now if you have not heard, um, our ownership was uh, basically you know, in a, um, a dispute, all right, with the new ownership of this building because ownership changed in the building, um, and they, over that dispute, apparently over the weekend, um, we did not have access to the studio as a result of that, but... Um, now we're back because they have uh, settled and uh, amicably agreed to move forward, and um, now we're just glad to be back. So no doubt, no doubt. If you don't want to know, that's basically the gist of it. If you got some questions? That's about the details that we know, and we're kind of just like you guys at your jobs. Most of y'all, some of y'all are bosses, and that's great. Boss. Um, but most of y'all got a boss, and I mean, hell, we were we were kind of left, um, you know. In the dark as well yep. about uh, most of that stuff. So we didn't really know a lot, and we just found out most of the inf- information over the weekend. Um, but I'm glad that our leadership got things settled, and they found a path to move forward. So happy about that. And, and we appreciate every yes. single one of you that was asking about us, that yes. was reaching out to us, hitting social medias, trying to figure it all out. Because of you, and my man Rod says it mm. the best, because of you, our jobs are so much fun and that shows that you care and you listen and you appreciate us. So we appreciate you. Yeah, no doubt. Um, that's the best part of this job, right? The connection yep. with the listeners. Most important part of it is the connection with you guys. So i um, glad to be back. And of course the one day that we were gone, uh, we did miss you guys. <laughs> no I know doubt. the weekend, of course of the weekend, there were some, the weekend shows didn't get a chance there too. So I'm sure that the, that connection was missed, but we appreciate you guys all the time. Um, but uh, especially when, um, there are tough times. Mm-hmm. There you go. So, uh, and you guys have been through tough times too. You know how that goes. All right. It is. Just got to keep it moving forward. So, we appreciate all your support, and you can show it on the Specs text line 512 337 3776. You also can hit us up via Twitter. Um, hard is at Hardball Hard. You need Twitterverse. I'm at Rod Babers, Indy Twitterverse, and my man Patrick Davis at It's Patrick Davis. All right. Uh, we'll talk some uh, Texas football coming up at the top of the four o'clock. Um, are, are we still sure we're going to be off at uh, 6.15? Yes. Yeah, we have not heard anything change yet. Okay. They're, they're, making sure that. Normally, normally I've gotten multiple emails uh, and texts. I've not gotten anything, so I think they're trying to play. And right. I well, actually so, will be calling the game oh, with Craig Way tonight, and I have got nothing. So right. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. It's I'm been a while sure. since I've been over to the 40 Acres for a baseball game. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, okay, there you go. So hard to be on the call That's with right. Craig Way. We're going to be off a little bit early at 6.15. It rained here in Austin, and thank God that it rained. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> I, my yard needed it. I'm sure yours did too. But, of course, now, I don't know, maybe they're on weather watch. No, I didn't think, I didn't think any thunderstorms or lightning nope. that I saw of any kind, but I was in studio. But, I mean, I believe that's the only thing that can stop Texas baseball. And that's a beautiful thing that they got turf over there. They yes. Turf and good draining. And good drainage. And good yeah. drainage. There you go. <laughs> Y'all sound like some old men. Here we are. Uh, <laughs> At least I am. <laughs> and good drainage. Uh, all right, let's get to the uh, the win last night uh, with the Lakers now up 3-1 now in the series. Gentlemen, they have control of the series. A 104-101 win for the 
Lakers. And man, it's if you want to just rank the players who have probably been the most impactful uh, in the playoffs so far. Jimmy Butler, obviously, at the top of the list. Devin mm-hmm. Booker's probably at the top of that list, too. Um, I'm sure Jokic, you can probably throw him in there because he's still playing. But, yep. man, Anthony Davis has been unbelievable. Uh, once again, he had another great performance. Now, we know that it fluctuates because he has some off performances, too. But when he's on, he's on. Yep. And his presence was definitely felt in that game. LeBron had 27 points. Uh, AD had 23 points. But defensively, I just remember – that sequence late um, with, was it 102 to 101, 30-something 30, 30 seconds left, mm-hmm. and AD ends up one-on-one with Steph Curry. And I'm thinking to myself, well, I mean, AD's a great athlete, but at one point, man, Steph's going to win this thing. And he gets two opportunities, one-on-one, to you know go up yep. or win the game for the Warriors going up against AD. And he couldn't lose them, really. That was great defensive that, effort. And I think was. in a nutshell, it really encapsulates what the potential of AD is. Like, that's how good this guy is. You're talking about the, the one of the best. And I know Steph is not in his prime. I get all that. All right. But still, even Steph now is still GOAT status, one of the, one of the best offensive weapons in the history of the league. And he can go Category 5, Force of Nature, Supernova on you at any time. And, man, AD, in that moment, man, kind of showed his defensive prowess that really – that's the and it, it kind of showed that's the reason the Lakers are winning this series three one. Even with Steph Steve Kerr making his adjo- his adjustments and Steph being what Steph is, it doesn't matter because AD and LeBron are so adaptable. Yep. To any adjustment you make, they negate all your adjustments. Yeah. They're so malleable in what they can do. We saw him dominate the paint, and then you go watch him in this game in Game Four go out and defend Steph in clutch time, clutch situation on the perimeter with two. Two, di- two opportunities. Well, and that's the thing about it is the one thing that people truly can't understand in those situations and the movement that Steph have and how he's normally by his guy and can get to the front side is you can't coach against length. Hmm. That's the all other hmm. part about it. Because of the fact that Anthony Davis is so long – with his wingspan and his height and the way that it is, even if Steph can get to the outside, it's still a tough shot because he has so much length that you have to really alter your shot. And I've seen it numerous times when you see a guard on the outside and he thinks he's beat him, and then all of a sudden the guy just swipes it from him because he Mm. has so much reach. I think that was another part of it because Anthony Davis, there were a couple times that Steph got Passed him, but he wanted that three-point shot. He did. He needed that three-point shot. So even if I got past him, I didn't finish getting past him because I needed to go back to that shot. Mm. And his length is so detrimental to a guy that is trying to get that shot off to to go ahead in that game. I, I still, the biggest play to me was not necessarily that. I mean, that was huge. But the other part about it, Draymond was right underneath the basket, and he got the rebound, and he threw it back out. Yeah. They were only down by one point. I know. Make them have to make a shot. But what's your Steph thing, though? He wanted the three. He wanted he, well, it. Well, yeah. there's also to that, LeBron was hovering around helping. So he knew, if I get past Anthony Davis, I'm in a sandwich of LeBron James and Anthony Davis trying to block my shot. Yeah. So if I get down there and LeBron, I go right at him, he might block me because he's 6'8", can jump out of the gym, 
and is extremely coordinated. And has already blocked me a couple times already, too. Anthony Davis is going to be right behind me to swap my shot away. So I'm kind of – I can't really get all the way to the basket either because I feel like LeBron – so I'm going to have to pass the ball off there, and I don't trust anybody else right now because no one else is hitting a shot. And that's kind of where it ended, too, was when no one was hitting for them, and then Steph Curry just had to try and go into hero mode. And we even heard it in a timeout from Steve Kerr. He just goes, we can't go to hero mode. Nope. He's like, we just we have to take smart shots and, and try and run pick and rolls and try and get things and get us to the right place. And they would just fall out of that because the Warriors are can play hero mode a lot. Right. Clay Thompson, we saw we saw him over the weekend hit a big just go off and start nailing threes. We've seen we've seen Jordan Poole do it. Not this series, but we've seen Jordan right. Poole do it. <laughs> like we know this team is Ooh, capable Jordan of Poole. going into hero mode. They tried it multiple times in the series and the Lakers defense. And I think just the wear and tear of this the series against Sacramento mm. now into a uh, physical series against the Lakers. Different styles. They're, yeah. it, it's beginning to wear on them a little bit. And Anthony Davis did great, but Vanderbilt has done really well. Schroeder's done really well. And then you throw in Lonnie Walker, and wow. you basically have – they are now have a go. We, well, man, we had a third guy who can run with Steph Curry. Yep. So as long as he's running, Steph Curry will keep running as long as he's not open. So let's just keep trying to press him. And ball deny him. So he's going to run six to seven miles in this game. Yeah. He's used to running like four. We're going to make him run six, seven. So at the end of the game, when he's trying to throw up that 25 footer, he's, he's exhausted. He, you can tell he's actually trying to loft the ball more. Like that didn't look like a Steph Curry shot that he hit. He shot at the end of that game. I agree with that. No, that's a great point. And to get to your point about hero ball, Lonnie Walker. I mean, I don't know if you're going to call it hero ball, more like carpe diem, whatever it was. You mentioned them, Patrick, and you're a Spurs fan. So this big is kind Lonnie of Walker fan. Close, big Lonnie Walker Close fan. to you, yeah, because the Spurs initially were the ones that uh, thought, of, thought enough of him to draft him in the first round. But, guys, he scored all of his points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And I told, I told Harge when we came in today, I was like, I know Harge's been on the Lonnie Walker bandwagon when the Lakers signed him. He was like, that's a big signing for them. Yep. So to have him show up. 15 go, points. 15 points after everything this season. Harge knows what that kid can do, and so it's just so fun to see him get to do and that. And he said that he said on a podcast that people didn't like it. He got a lot of blowback and vitriol that people thought he was going to crash and yeah. burn with the Lakers. No, yeah. I, thought, I thought it was a great pickup. Obviously, early in the season, he had his moments, and then late in the season, they kind of went away from him, wasn't giving him a lot of run. And for Darvin Ham, who has been questioned throughout this, for him to go to Lonnie and say, hey, man, this is your night. I need you to go out there and play. Because Lonnie is one of the most athletic players that is in this game. Like, like when you, if you go back and watch him when he was at Miami, University of Miami, and then you go back and watch him early in his Spurs time, you're sitting there saying, this guy is going to be something special in this game. He didn't get his opportunities, and, and and maybe it was when he got to L.A. and you talked about the podcast. Maybe he was second-guessing himself. But for last night, for him, and Patrick brought this up uh, earlier uh, today, he was like, he shot the air ball at the very first shot. And then after that, they were like, they kept going to him. This is going to be your game. And he got hot, and he got hot, and he got hot, mm. scoring all 15. Mm. But then go back to watch the defense that he was playing, too. 
He is one of the most athletic people on the floor anytime he's out there. That's Spurs drafted him. Spurs would draft a guy exactly. who just plays one, one end of the floor. Exactly. <laughs> he is so athletic, and I'm so glad that he got this opportunity. And you hear LeBron, you see KD, I mean AD go over to him, and they just give him so much love because obviously they seem the work that he puts in in practice. Mm-hmm. You see the time, and you see that athleticism. And my man was working it. I mean, he was yeah. working for the shot and knocking things down. So I was very, very impressed with the way that he performed. Shout out to female listener number 17. Patrick, to your point about the uh, defensive strategy on Steph and with that 30 seconds yeah. left, 102 to 101, Steph was between a brow and a Bron James. <laughs> That's real like good. It. I like that, female listener number one. Excuse me, female listener number 17. Number 17. Sorry, Sorry. number one. Number 17. Sorry. No, and I mean, we saw that this was the Lakers kind of having to work around because this is the second lineup change we've seen for the Warriors that came in with Gary Payton coming in now uh, and playing him more and more minutes because they're trying to go faster because they understand the Lakers can't run with them. That if they want to run, that the Lakers have to – it's going to be a problem for the Lakers – Lakers' response, all right, Rui Achimura has to sit down more. He's been good in the playoffs, but he's going to have to sit down a little bit more because he can't make those runs. So we're going to put in Lonnie Walker, and he's fast as fast as anybody you got. And now he's running with everybody. And so they, the fact they're able to make this move and to have somebody be ready to go when you do it, because so many times you see that and you, know, you get more of what Jordan Poole's done, uh, someone who takes a lot of shots and they're not great because mm-hmm. they're just like, hey, man, I got my shot. I got my chance. Let me go prove I'm in. And I, and he didn't seem to ever have that attitude. His attitude seemed much more of, okay, this is what we've been practicing for. This is what we're doing. I'm going to do exactly what I'm supposed to do. That to mentally realize that you may not play another minute in the playoffs. Right. And to still not overtake shots and still not try and do too mm-hmm. much, just do what you're supposed to do is really hard, especially for a young guy. But for him to do that is the reason why he will continue to get play minutes. That's a that's a no. That's a good good point because he took nine shots in the fourth quarter. That was more than LeBron or uh, Anthony Davis combined. So to Hardge's point, they wanted him to get hot. Like they were feeding him. Like they uh, mm-hmm. apparently kind of saw this coming. Uh, he had as many field goals made <laughs> as the Golden State Warriors in the fourth quarter. Right, and he was in fuego. Yes. It was uh, it really it, it was something to watch. And he's gone through some stuff. Right, he's his life. To yes. Be, yeah. Like, yeah. As his, a child, his, he went through some trauma. Yeah. Because you know, we remember abuse. when he got drafted, he had the big hair. Yeah, the dreads. And, yeah. and everybody was like, oh, your hair is so crazy. Your hair is so crazy. And then he cut it off. And when he explained that that was basically the only thing he controlled in his life for a long time, mm-hmm. so that's why it was that, uh, I think it opened the door for a little bit more people. And he's you know been a little bit more open of kind of letting what people happened? know his struggles because he yeah. wants to help people yeah. achieve Good like he him. is. But when you saw Shaq and Chuck, be so excited for him in the post game, and, then LeBron, and you see LeBron AD, AD you see everyone just yeah. excited for him. That's not super common in today's NBA. Yeah. Normally, you have petty feuds and whatever else. It's cool to see a guy that everyone seems to be on the team for. Yeah, because yeah. they they know about his struggles. Yeah. He's been open. He's been yeah, open about that, exactly. and his teammates have been very supportive. And it's uh, yeah, I mean, good for. I mean, that was his moment. It really was. I mean, I he played his best basketball of his life. 
in the playoffs yeah, yeah. on the biggest stage. On the, in the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter. In, in a tie <laughs> game <laughs> yeah. against the defending champions. Against the dynasty. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. You, you cannot help but love that story. Talk about an unlikely hero, but uh, he ended up being the guy in that moment. So really happy for him. I know a lot of my man Patrick Spurs fans were really excited to see that. How could you not root for him anyway? Yeah. Uh, let's talk Jordan Poole, gentlemen, uh, because we what what's going on with Jordan Poole? I mean, he is at, they, they, literally unplayable. He only played 10 minutes. He is very much so Total. that guy Two. that got the bag and decided yes. that I'm not going to play basketball anymore. I got paid, and I'm going to be the least effective player on my team. And go back all the way from that first game when he pulled up that three from half court. That was the last three-pointer he made, guys, was in the first game of the series. That's what I'm he saying. He made a three-pointer since. And rightfully, I mean, the way that he's played the entire time, you're looking there and saying, is he now a detriment to this to his team? Are they looking at him different? And again, there was some video of him on the sideline where he was big leaguing guys again, like he's the man. I saw a video the but other day. He's got a lot of stuff going on. He about, does going on around him and uh, a lot of rumors and stuff about him. Yes, out there. Yeah, well, hope and they're not none true. of it is. None of them are positive. I hope it's not true. None <laughs> of them are positive. The, the no, ice spice thing is troubling. That right. is troubling as well. If Where he was paying money. Well, I don't know. It's a rumor. I said, it's a rumor. Yeah, for, for rumor. For rumor that for rumor. he had a half a million dollar date with Ice Spice. I mean, yeah. come on, man. Whoever, you don't know. If you don't know she has Google her. And put her <laughs> but no, but I mean, we see that Terrible. when you see Draymond Green try and talk to him in a game <laughs> and he just walks past him and then Steph Curry goes up. And I get maybe you don't want to hear from Draymond in that moment. It's still not the right thing to do, but I get it. Right. When Steph Curry comes over to you and then goes, hey, hey. It's the playoffs. Like we, all that other stuff's gone. It's the playoffs, and you st- and you walk past and you Steph big Curry. League him, yeah, yeah. It's like I that you're. How can we play with you anymore? Because if you don't want to play with us, it's really hard for us to play with you. And I, this is the first time when you see that, when you see Gary Payton, who is having okay games, but they made the trade for him because they didn't want to pay him, and then he's coming back. Mm-hmm. He's not having the impact he had last year before he got paid. And we see Draymond Green. He's not mm-hmm. having the impact. And Klay Thompson's having games. But what's the key to being a successful athlete? Consistency. And Klay Thompson has had one big game in this series. It's the one they won. Now, when you're down 3-1 and you go, well, the problem is we need a second star and it's supposed to be you and you're not doing it, that becomes a problem when you're paying this guy $40 million yep. to do that. Mm-hmm. Wiggins has come in, played okay, but he's trying to be a star, and he's not playing like a star. Steph Curry is tired. He still puts up a game where he has a triple-double, 31 points. Uh, he's rebounding. He's passing the ball. He's trying to do whatever he can because they're trying to shut him down so much. This is the first time I think we've seen the Warriors where we really have to say, is this the end of this formation of it? Because I think Steph's still got years on him. But the lineup as it is and how much money they're paying to keep it up in luxury tax and everything else, does ownership after this year go, well, it was a good run, but we need to ditch some of this salary. I don't think they care about the luxury tax, though. That's, I, I think ownership you, group really doesn't care about that. I do think they may be limited by other things. But I, I think you do when tax. you realize Draymond Green's going to cost you $60 million well, because know, of luxury they, tax. If they knew they would be competitive, they wouldn't care yeah, about yeah, it because yeah. they've proven that But that's what you, I'm saying. So you yeah. say, hey, we need to do this, so if we're going to pay this much, 
we need to go get some other guys that we feel yeah, are going to compete exactly. with this better. I think they'll they'll pay yeah, yeah, money. No, they'll pay it. This is actually a group that that's proven like you know what luxury tax that because they understand the value on the back end, yeah, which a lot yeah. of yeah. a lot of uh, cheap billionaires don't. That if they win now, if you're not going to win, then it'll blow up in your face and you'll spend way more than you get on return on that. But the Warriors understand that they can win championships. That why their valuation has gone from I mean they basically almost quadrupled their evaluation as a franchise in the last, I don't know, like eight years or so. Yeah, right. And they've and also, they also moved they from, kept winning so much. They, they also moved from Oakland to San Francisco, which that helps doubles too. your valuation. That helps too. Yeah, I'm just saying. They, it's they, like they, they, they've done a lot of things. they made the right move. And they, they realize like, spending that money is pennies compared to what they'll get oh, on the yeah. back end of the valuation if they just keep winning but championships. Like, but like, here's some of the things about the luxury tax of when you do start to worry about it, which is why they traded uh, uh, the center for Memphis. Uh, I can't think of his name right now. But they traded for Gary Payton, that they basically got rid of the center because he's playing roughly three minutes a game and in luxury tax money was going to cost him $50 million if they didn't trade him before the that, – that's when you start to go, wait, wait, we're paying yes. $50 million for a guy who's not playing? That we should we should reconsider some of our decisions. Yeah. So I think this might be an offseason where they look through and try and figure out the numbers. And we've said Draymond Green is a player option for $25 million, so we'll see if he can if he comes back. Uh, or if he wants to get a payday, or if he wants to go somewhere else. Uh, but that Jordan Poole contract, it is not looking great right now. Uh, how about this? Golden State Warriors valuation 2010, it was $450 million. Now it's $7 billion. Right. So yeah. about 13 years they've gone from $450 yeah. million to $7 billion valuation. That's what's uh, amazing when you win games and you got Steph. And and leadership makes good <laughs> yep, decisions, yep, like you know, moving yep. moving the franchise, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean, it's like they they understand like luxury tax, uh, it's pennies. Like, we'll, yeah, we'll make all that back if if we just if we can sneak in one more title here or there. And they'll, I think they'll do whatever it takes to try to make sure they're maximizing um, Steph's window or whatever that is. Um, all right, um, NBA discussion there. We'll get back to some more NBA because uh, we got to talk about Jimmy. Because uh, Jimmy Butler, <laughs> yeah, man, J- playoff Jimmy uh, showing up again, but he's got now the Heat up 3-1 on that Knicks series. Looks like both of these series are pretty much a done deal. Jimmy Butler Jordan? Man, that, he got that dog in <laughs> He got it in Yeah, him. they need to be yeah. playing that George Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> That's Every right. Every time he come on the floor, uh, for real, because he's he's that dude. He is him. As he is say. him. Uh, Warriors 1-14, according to ESPN, um, all time when trailing 3-1 in a best-of-seven series. Well, not only that, you got to remember, too, their road um, valuation has been terrible yes, the entire terrible. year. Yeah, right, that. So yeah. you, you've you, you got to factor that in and – that's something too. When you look at this this series, now it goes back to Golden State. So maybe they get one. They can't win three. They can't win three. There's, I don't no. think it would be virtually impossible. impossible. I mean, we've seen it. But here's the thing. Remember, LeBron came from three one down. My son told me that this morning. He was like, "Don't forget, Dad. LeBron was down three one when he beat them. So it can be possible." I said it was a different day, a different age, and you don't have a guy that is paying money to go de- on a date with a girl that is costing him a series. Yeah, it's a problem. Yeah, I it's do think the, war, the, out, the urgency thing, the desperation thing, I think the Lakers will lose game five. Uh, yeah, I was saying, they will lose yeah, one of them. Yeah. There's no way they would win three in a row no to way. be able to come and beat them. No. There's not, well, it, you, it's you, not happening. And if you're the Lakers, you got to win one of the next two. Exactly. You, you can't let it get to seven. It goes no. to seven, anything can happen. And, and that's going to be the question. Is we saw yeah. him in game two not play with that intensity and win the the – the Warriors went on one run, then all of a sudden the Lakers kind of just took their foot off the gas and got blown out in that game, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So it could very easily, game five could be that. 
where they just take their foot off the gas and go, ah, you know what, let's go back to L.A. Mm-hmm. You're right, and then let's do it there. Let's and just I, go back. I could, I could see L.A. relaxing. Yep. So I, that, that's very possible. Now, that being said, the Warriors have to hit shots. That's how they win. <laughs> you can't shoot 25% from the three-point line as the Warriors and expect to advance in the playoffs. Clay and Steph, what, uh, 6 of 23 in game four from three-point yeah. range? Yeah, that's not possible. Yeah, that's yeah. Not then Jordan possible. Poole's got missed two more, I think. Yeah, you mean. It's been not good. Now, and mean, they don't have an extra guy that they can trust to get in there that can do what Lonnie that, but oh, that can yeah. do what Lonnie did. Oh, they, they, been, they were trying to throw Moody in there a few times. You yeah. see him trying to throw Moody. He's playing all right, yeah. but he hasn't been able to take over like that. No, no, because Lonnie was the exception to the rule right now. And if you if you're if you're Steve Kerr, you're searching for answers because you, you brought it up. You're getting zero mm. from Jordan Poole. Nothing. Zero. Not even defense. No. You know. And I saw I was what I was about to tell you earlier. I saw a video of. Um, Dame Lillard talking about Jordan Poole talking trash to Dame Lillard. And he said he looked at Draymond Green like, get your boy, man. Get your boy. <laughs> and Dame started off the game slow, and O'Boy just kept talking, kept talking. Dame finished with 60. Mm. And, and he looked at him and was like, I see you trying to get my attention. You got it. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, the, the, joint, the money on the Jordan Poole contract, as Patrick mentioned, it's four years, $128 million. I mean, it's, money, it's NBA money, so it's right. guaranteed. Like uh, baseball. But they're, <laughs> they're, they're paying him like they wanted him to be the second creator. I think the season was he, – he would give Steph some, yeah. some, some rest. Yeah. And you'd be able to give Steph 10 minutes of rest because Jordan Poole can – Create enough and be able to be able to support the offense while Steph is out. And too, with all the injury problems that Clay Thompson has had over the years, you went all right. Well, Steph needs another guy. So if Clay's not that guy, Jordan Poole will be the second guy, right? And they'll both put up thirty a game, and then we'll have sixty points right there, and the rest of our team will do it. Yeah, but that is not the case right now. Not at all. Ooh, yeah. That's now. Now we see why Draven. Might have yeah. punched Jordan Poole. Take that. Take that. Do we believe <laughs> the rumor that he is spending five hundred k on do. a date? With a rapper named Ice Spice. Okay, I don't know him personally. So By the way, Cameron the rapper started this rumor. I believe love Cameron because they had a Have show. Have you seen their show? It's, Have you seen it's any him of and it? Mace, right? Yeah. Have you seen any of it? Is it? It is what it is. Yeah. I have seen snippets. Snippets, not the actual. I show. need you to just. I've been pick a random thing. one. Just pick a random one. And it's called it is what it is. And I need you to just watch thirty minutes of it. You will be. Crying. What laughing. other topics we're talking about here? Everything, like anything and everything. And he told he told a couple NBA players, "Bro, your game is not that. I will come out there and cook you, Cameron." And Mace okay. is out there talking. Mace That's is ridiculous. like, That's "Tell him again. Tell him again." <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he's a cheerleader. Oh, Mace is Mace's cheerleader. And Mace, 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 the hype man. He's been in the streets before, so Mace will give you some some slang, and you'll be like, "Yeah, Mace is about that life." But here's the thing for me. For Jordan Poole. Wow. I, you know, this reminds me a lot of Antonio Brown. When, when Ryan Clark said, oh, when you get money, wow. you become more of who you are. And we saw it. They thought he was off the, he thought, they thought he was off the rails before. And then when he got money, because they were going against him at practice every day, they were going against Antonio Brown at practice every single day. And he was talking mm. 
to them every single day. And I think that is what Jordan Poole did. He was going at people every day at practice. They he he got hot, did well, got some money, and now he's becoming more of who he truly is. Well, he's a clown. That and what is Antonio Brown? <laughs> a clown. <laughs> And he was joke. talented. But Antonio Brown at least proved himself Agreed. to be an all-pro. Agreed. Jordan Poole's not he's But not it was basketball. NBA. But he, it was basketball. Is, is he an all-star? But this was basketball no. time. No, yeah. and I mean, he's you remember. He's not an all-star. No, and also remember, no. Jordan Poole was in the G League not that long ago. Right. So, like, he was not out of college, oh, this guy's going to be a star. He was G League, had to work his way back up, and then had some big series, had some big games, and everyone went, oh, he's got potential. Then he had another year that was good. And he went, okay, at this rate – He's going to be good, and someone's going to pay him. So, like, as much as we can 50K, give flag, five hundred. Oh, is it fifty k? Yeah, it was fifty k. Even then, I'm not paying no money to oh, go out. I'm an NBA sure? player. No, he said five hundred. I think it's five hundred. It's five hundred. I think that's, that's why it's ridiculous. No, 50, that's 50K is not ridiculous, dude, for an NBA player. But got to 50K at the strip club. I think it's 500K. But I'm, why am I spending fifty <laughs> k to go out with somebody and I'm in the league? I don't know. I know, but no, that's I'm like, just saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, that's like a couple bottles of fancy wine and that stuff. Yeah, fifty k is like. You go, um, I, I, get, I, I don't. I don't. I don't get it. I'm just saying. But guys I, at the strip club, five hundred k is. I let me buy your winery. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's let me buy your winery. Yeah, it's a, that's a different level of. Uh, I like that. Yeah, I like it, that. It ain't tricking if you got it, but yeah. that's that's wild. That if that's is the case. That All right, that's more than tricking. I don't know if that's true, but that's. I think it was Cameron who started that. Oh yeah. At least that's uh, the video, the audio that's it's out all there. over the social media. So, it, hey, yeah, if you it's on social it media, it must be true. <laughs> I don't know if we should be playing Cameron on the show. No, we cannot. <laughs> he's a little wild, a little raw, he right? He is raw. Yeah, but they're claiming 500K Ooh. on the date. So, hey, man, hey, good for hey, Did he, okay, are they together now? Is that like, it better be. Is, like, is this an arranged if you're trying marriage? To, if you're trying to wife it and let, do it like that, all right, good for you. I guess yeah. you spend it on a wifey, but on a date? Woo. Come on, man. You got to do something else for me. That's simp status. Hello. All right. Uh, we'll come back. That's why Draymond punched him. <laughs> Knocked some sense into him. Yeah. Talking about spending 5K and 100K on a date. Issues. Come on, man. <laughs> That's a violation of the G code, no, man. That, that, That's a violation You're not of even part of the G club anymore. Yeah, one date? No, yeah. a violation of the G code, bro. Yeah. Nah, sorry. Out of there. We'll take your card. All right. We'll come back. We'll get into Texas baseball with a big win over Kansas. I'll uh, we'll talk about their uh, game, tonight, game tonight coming up versus Kansas. Because Harge is actually going to be on the call right. with Craig Wade, the voice of the Longhorns, right here on Ball Don't Lie, one hundred and forty-nine The Horn. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify.
back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Top of the charts Tuesday. That's when uh, Patrick plays jams. They reach the top of the Billboard charts on this day in history. And uh, yeah, I recognize American Woman. Had American Woman been remade a couple of times? Yeah, Lenny Kravitz did it recently. Oh, not recently. But Lenny Kravitz yeah, yeah, did a more recent version that I think was on the Austin Powers Ooh, soundtrack was what he did it for. It's okay. There you go. I, I knew there was, it's been remade. I think, yeah. I, I know I've heard another. But this is the original? This is the original from the, original. the Guess Who. Guess Who. I, no. Okay. That's the name of the band. I know. But the I, name of the band is The Guess I Who. Thought you, I was waiting on your joke on <laughs> no, the, the pun. It is The I was Guess Who. On the punny joke there. Uh, but no, Guess Who. I like that. Uh, all right. Uh, Spec Sex Line wide open 512-337-3776. We'll come back to some NBA conversation. We're going to talk some Texas baseball. Uh, they had a win over the weekend over Kansas. Their last game uh, was at 7-6 uh, to six over mm-hmm, Kansas. Mm-hmm. And um, Harge, uh, there have been a lot of great hitters uh, in Texas baseball history and yet history was made. That's right. That's Once right. Again. My man Dylan Campbell, D.C., makes history. Uh, he's riding a 26-game hitting streak. Michael Torres was the uh, latest to have 25 like games. 15 years ago? Yeah. Like and he was, he was a solid player. His brother is actually on the University of Texas team, Cade O'Hara, is on this team, so he got what? a chance. Yeah, Man, we talked about how many legacies there are playing sports yeah. at Texas, and the list was overflowing. We yeah. couldn't keep up with we it. We couldn't keep up with yeah. it because so many people, and, and and it's from all sports. All sports. It's It's got yeah. so much crossover to it. So for Dylan Campbell, who I said at the very beginning of the year, people were losing their mind on Dylan Campbell because he was struggling early, and they're like, man, what is happening with this? What is happening with Dylan? I was like, don't worry about it. When you can hit, you're going to be able to hit, and that's exactly what Dylan Campbell <laughs> was able to do for him to have a 26 game hitting streak is amazing. I'm I'm so proud of this kid. I get a chance to see him to hopefully extend that to 27 games tonight as they take on UT Arlington. By the way, Clay Van Hook, a former coach here or a player here at the University of Texas and also a grad assistant, he's the head coach at uh, UT UGA. Arlington, so he'll get a chance to be back here on the 40 acres, but it's been an amazing run. This guy's worked his butt off. And I know that a lot of people, as I said, were kind of like, man, what is going on with him? And he just got it going. And I believe he's been on base. If I'm not mistaken, 33 straight games. I think he's reached mm. base in 33 straight games. Craig will correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, but yeah, this has been a fun, fun run. We want to give a shout-out to LeBaron Johnson, who also pitched well the other mm-hmm. night, and now he's the Big 12 Pitcher of the Week. He went out there, and I believe he had 12 strikeouts during his last start. So Texas baseball having some some real good fun. But they need these wins, right? They need yeah. to get a bunch of wins. They need to string them together. They're at home. They've been on the road for two weeks. Now they're home for, I believe it's uh, seven games starting one tonight and three this weekend against San Jose, and then they finish against uh, West Virginia, who is number one in the Big 12 right now. So they got a chance to finish with a flurry. And uh, remember, West Virginia is not that many games ahead of them. Right. So if they can continue to play strong here, they're, they're in a prime position to make a run yep. to win the Big 12 regular season, get a great seed in that tournament. No doubt. Um, that's what I was going to ask. Like, yeah, how close are they? So it's – um, it has, it's right down the stretch. It it's, is it's essentially it's, it's clutch right time. there. Let me ask you something about uh, this uh, Dylan Campbell record now. Okay, 
How tough is it? Because Texas had a lot of great hitters mm-hmm. at Texas, ton of them. Um, and this is a record that, as like I said, it was a 15-year-old record, and now he has broken that record. It, how tough is it to string along a hit in that many straight games? Well, it's all about the concentration. You get lucky. You know what I'm saying? He has 33. That's what it is. 33 straight games that he's reached base. But, now, okay, so even that kind of goes to the consistency right. Very of consistent. this young man. Yeah. Like he is, so what's the key to that? You I think, the game I think it's levels. definitely every at-bat is a quality at-bat. Yeah, it's like the perfect rep, right? You gotta, You're looking for the perfect exactly. rep in football. Yeah, so you gotta, you're not chasing a lot of pitches. Mm-hmm. You get some luck because there's probably one that he got jammed and it flared over. But remember at the very beginning of the year, you and I were having conversations offline. I kept telling you, I was like, He's making loud outs. Like mm. he's not getting hits, but he's hitting line drives to shortstop. Like he's hitting he's hitting a line drive to the outfield and he's being very productive at the plate because he's having productive outs. Mm. Like he's moving a guy over. He's driving a run in. I always tell you about situational baseball. How does this play out? He's always been productive in those situations. He wasn't necessarily getting hit. But he's having quality Which makes him a tough out. Makes him a very tough out. Extremely tough out. And it wears out the uh, the pitcher and the team. And he's batted in different areas in the lineup, too. Mm -hmm. So that's another part because your approach kind of changes pending on the where you're standing in the in the lineup. Mm-hmm. So if I'm a leadoff hitter, I know that they don't want to walk me, so I may get a few fastballs here. If I'm batting number two, I'm definitely getting fastballs because the guys in uh, the leadoff position, they don't want to get behind, so they're going to give me more pitches. If I'm batting third, I'm probably listed as, quote-unquote, the best hitter on the team. So they're going to pitch me with breaking yeah. balls. They're going to move me off the play. They're going to approach me differently yeah. every single at-bat. So as I go through, as we talked about, the once you go through the lineup, you're not the same hitter as you were by the time it was it was written out mm-hmm. because situations are going to be different yep. every time you come yeah, up. And then you learn about the pitcher exactly. and how they're trying to pitch to exactly. you and you adapt. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, it's just it's, it's amazing. Yes. Like the level of consistency it takes to put together a record like that. For sure. Yeah, I mean, and that, think about the baseball that's been here at the University of exactly. Texas. For you to be able to be right? that guy now, you will forever stand – in the record books right now, you are in the record books. And if you can continue this and continue to go after it, your name will always be mentioned in those nights. Because like Michael Torres, how often mm-hmm. do you talk about Michael Torres? Well, the reason why you talk about Michael Torres is because you had somebody challenging it with Dylan Campbell doing what he was doing. That's right. So it's it's one of those things where you may not think about it unless you're a historian but when you start thinking about, well, this guy's done this, this guy's done this, man, he's creeping up to this record. Man, how many times has, oh, what did Michael Torres do? How did he get there? And then you start looking at it. It's huge, man. It is huge. It is. It's it, it's really, really impressive. Just the way you broke it down um, in the perspective of the great players and hitters that have been here at the University of Texas, too. Yeah. So uh, congrats on that. And um, you will be on the call tonight really? with right. Craig Way uh, right. and that so uh, we'll be off at 6:15 a little bit early and give you up through Texas baseball you know uh, I think we're good it looks like uh, it looks like good. it kind of cleared up we got a little rain little and that bit. was all we needed so yep. I think we're good all right everybody be safe on those roadways we'll come back give you the flex on the other side right here on ball don't lie one foot on the horn
Raw Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Top of the charts Tuesday. Uh, that's where my man Patrick plays jams. I reached the top of the Billboard charts on this day in history. All right, guys. Can you do the locomotion? Can you do you actually know what it is? Can you visualize the locomotion, the I, dance? I, I, I cannot even visualize it. I can't either, Harge. I mean, is that the one where you're doing this? No, right that's here? the twist. Well, that's what I don't think I'm. <laughs> I equate it to <laughs> the same thing. Yeah, I'm gonna do the same the thing. Same old two step. Yeah, the same old two step. What is that dance? The same one I did yesterday. <laughs> it worked with every beat. Exactly. See that? Every I beat. find the beat and I'm staying with it. I don't think I know how to do the locomotion. Actually, I don't either. Yeah, I mean, that's obviously. I try to adjust to everything, but I don't think I could on that right. one. You're talking about a 60 year old dance, I'm yeah. sure, or whatever it is. I have no idea how to do locomotion. I think Patrick's looking it up now. Yeah, I'm trying YouTube. to look it up. Like, Nobody knows. I don't think it's, it's so old. I don't think anybody I don't want to see a step. I don't be taught how to do it. <laughs> Show me yeah. what it is. I know. It was like nobody on YouTube has done a locomotion. They got steps to it because it's so old. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, I don't think it's very cool. I can tell you that much. Oh, uh, no. But all the old dances are really easy. There's no old dance that's hard. Yeah. Like all the old dances are really easy. Oh, like, they weren't trying to do too much. Yeah, like the twist yeah. and stuff. Like it's like, oh, man. It's yeah, they simple. weren't trying to hurt themselves. During are, that now, time. some of the newer dances, there's like a lot yeah. going on there. All right. What's the last dance craze you could actually do? Like what's the dance craze? You're at, for hard is the twist apparently. <laughs> you just twist I can do the same old two step. <laughs> is there a dance craze that you can do? Everybody can do like the electric slide, right? I was going to say I'm still in that yeah, group. Yeah, I mean, that's I can cha cha. That's not a dance. I can cha cha. Yeah, I guess that is a dance. Ma- Macarena was I a dance Macarena. craze. Yeah, I guess technically that's a dance. The craze. The chicken dance. Yeah, that's true. That's every yeah, that's, that's every point. week at the ballpark. Wait, is it most oh, recent? Yeah, right. They do have that at the weddings and stuff. They and and the baseball games. Oh, they, they, they do it okay. at the baseball game. Round Rock Express, they do that every time. Is, is the Dougie Shout the most recent one? The Dougie's, a, yeah, that's a dance craze. Is yeah. it the most recent? And you might be right. I'm sure we're but old. Can you I'm sure teach that's one after I, I cannot. Teach the, I you cannot. Can, can you teach them how to Dougie? Te- teach me <laughs> how to Dougie. I know how to Dougie. It doesn't mean it looks good. You know what I mean? Baker Mayfield can Dougie. Yes, he can. He Dougie really good. He can Dougie. Re- a, I saw a nurse that could do it just the I other know. day. And it's a myth. I'm sorry to share the myth that all black people can dance. No, all black people have rhythm. There's a difference. Just because <laughs> you have rhythm don't mean you can actually dance. I, it, it I would have to agree with you Right? On that you can one, have bro. rhythm, but that don't I mean you have. can dance. Having rhythm and dancing are actually two different things. You were the coordination. Being around black people. Yeah. Being yeah. around black people all my life, I would have to concur exactly, with that right? information. Yeah, yeah. Look at Obama. Yeah. Obama, can, he got rhythm, but he can't dance. Yeah, he just got the shoulder yeah, lean. Yeah, he can yeah. shoulder lean. And that's why you get you develop the two-step. Yeah, like, no, exactly. nah, nah, I got the two-step. I ain't going to disrespect my people like yeah. that. Two-step on you. Yeah. Well, I embarrass myself. Yeah. Like, I've, I've, uh, I've worked on my sit at the bar and drink. <laughs> I'm good. That's my dance. <laughs> sit at the bar and drink. Oh, someone said the cabbage patch. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Cabbage patch. Was, the was humpty right dance. There. Oh, the humpty dance. Yeah. I remember the cabbage patch. I remember the humpty dance. Actually, do I remember the humpty dance? I, don't, do I the humpty know the dance? song. I don't know the dance. Actually, I think you're right. I think I know the song. I don't know if I can do the dance. What's the dance? Harge. Which one? The Humpty dance? dance. What is oh, it? Oh man! First around, you walk around like your leg is broken, oh, yeah, yeah. shaking and twisting. <laughs> like he was joking. He's gonna the leg. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Yes, you're right. Good point. Oh, the best part about that is knowing that Tupac is a backup singer dancer. In that. Exactly. But Tupac was a great dancer. Yes, he, he that was. was he he knew, right. he knew how to Humpty dance. He did. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that is fantastic yeah. that Harge just started rapping. I had to do it for you, you know dog. How to do it. Yeah. Good for you. You're like, Harge, how do you do it? First round, you limp around like your leg was broken. Shaking and twisting. That's like it were a thumping. The late, great Shock G would That's appreciate right. that. Is That's he, right. 
isn't he passed? Yes, he is. I'm just Chad Hastings. No, no, no. Okay. Oh, there you go. The stanky leg. Oh, the stanky leg. That is true. Yep. In the suit, is the Superman a dance great? Superman. Oh, yeah. We were supposed to do. Superman. We were going to do that at our wedding. Oh. That was gonna be our. That was gonna be our. You know, you got your really? couples dance. That's we were you gonna. Were gonna do the we were, yes, we you were. Wifey? Yeah, we were gonna do well, it. Hold up, who, she who real, put the she, kibosh on it? I did. <laughs> I did. She wanted to do it. She was all in. You got to ride and die, man. Oh, man. You she do. was in there. She was ready to go. She was like, it. let's do it. And I was like, we're not doing that. <laughs> My mama's here. Yeah. Wait. I'm like, man, I can't, I can't super soak up in here. No, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, the lyrics to that. Oh, oh yeah. Says, oh, the MC Hammer Dance. The Hammer Dance is a good one. Yep. Joe, I like Joe it. number two says, they say he was like MC Hammer on crack, Humpty. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. Just repeat the lyrics yeah. too. Okay. Anyway, well, you got joke number two. Got me thinking about the hammer dance. You remember That's the hammer right. dance? Oh yeah. yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. But uh-oh. you got to have the parachute pants to yeah. pull it off. That's I had them. I had them. Oh, what about? I had parachute pants. What was the Roger Rabbit? I do remember it the was, Roger Rabbit. I don't remember how to do yep. it. I don't think. I want everybody to do the Pee Wee Herman. Oh, I knew. I know. I do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I knew <laughs> I knew <laughs> that was easy. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty easy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Random. Hey, that was the flex. There was <laughs> taking you back to your younger days. <laughs> hey, this is when we were in high school. Exactly. Had lots of dance crazes. Exactly. I actually met my wife during the Cupid Shuffle, actually, at a Christmas party. That's how first, y'all met? That's the first time I had interaction with her and actually had any interaction with her was doing the Cupid Shuffle. So wait a minute. You saw her doing the Cupid Shuffle and I, you jumped out there? I jumped out. There. I was like, this is the time. Yeah. If I'm going to make my move. The Cuban shovel. And you wanted to show her you had some roots. I sure had some moves. So your boy broke out the Cuban shovel. Oh, yeah. And then, boom, the rest is history. history. That's right. So dance crazy. You know what history is, right? His story. (laughs) (laughs) That is his story. story. Oh, the running man. Yeah. That's true. I remember the running man. The Carlton. CB says, yeah, don't forget about the Carlton out there. Mm -hmm. All right. I guess we're talking dance crazies then. I like it, though. I don't, yeah, because they don't have a lot now. I see they definitely have faded away. No, I mean, they're like, going to TikTok. They, well, they had the, weird, TikTok. the TikTok. TikTok, TikTok, they're on TikTok now. Yeah. They, like, we had the Harlem Shake not that long ago, but that You're wasn't right. really a dance. It was just a oh, thing. Oh, the NBA locker rooms were doing? That everyone was doing. Yes, I remember this. Yeah, because oh, it was like the do the dances. It was like one person dances, and then the whole room and was yeah. going to go yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. do that was kind of TikTokish. Yeah. It was. Well, it you really know what was. the new dance is? What is it? The Antonio Brown. Oh, yes, you're right. That's the new craze. That's a good point. That's the new craze. Honestly, the NFL helps with dance crazes now. Yes. Because you can celebrate. Well, because the Gritty was big, but I don't even yeah. know if that's oh, a song. Yeah, you're yep. right. You're I didn't right. know that they started doing it. I, Justin Jefferson kind of brought the Gritty yeah. to prominence, but I don't remember where it originated. I'm sure somebody on the Space Texan can tell us. I'm sure we can Google it. Um, My son scored a goal uh, two weeks ago, and just like as soon as the ball hit the net, he did the Gritty. <laughs> and I was like, what in the world is happening nice. right now? That's clean. I was, like, was it a good gritty? Oh, it was great. It was clean. It was great. You were proud. Oh, my, <laughs> my, my older son, Michael, was like, man, I just started my camera late. We didn't get it. We didn't get it. You got to be ready we for gotta it. We got to be ready. We, didn't, we wasn't expecting the, him to score. How long did the gritty it last was quick. total? It was quick. It was he like, a, he, yeah, he got it in he real quick. Uh, he wasn't yeah. excessive with okay. the celebration. He right. wasn't getting the 15-yard penalty for right. excessive <laughs> celebration. He was not getting a that. A quick gritty. Yeah, he did it quick. So they do. They let you set, let kids celebrate. Now they in let that them, yeah, they do. That's they should. They do. Let them a little bit. As long as you got, yeah, respect. As long as you do it for quick, it. and you yeah. get out, and you don't do it to taunt somebody. Correct. 
All right, and he yeah. did it away. He went, you know, because most of the time they run to the corner. Yeah, and they it, got the group together. Do it with together. your group or yeah. do it by yourself. Yeah, don't don't taunt. You can stunt. Yeah, you there it stunt. is. I like it. Stunt like as uh, yep. right. Yep. Uh, Cash money showed us that's that you right. can stunt, stunt on them, yep. but don't ton on. There it is. All right, there we go. Yep. That's another day. Hey, flex. We brought it back full. <laughs> we brought circle. it full. The sportsmanship. That's hey, flex, right. kids. You can stunt, but don't taunt. That's there right. There you go. We'll be right back. Right here, Paul. Don't lie. Wonderful. Not the home. <laughs>